Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode one of Japan According to Akio. In this episode, we, I, talk, I talk about a little bit about celebrity scandals.、Um, I drank some wine in the typhoon. And、um, I give you the lowdown on the transportation system here.、Uh, again, it's the first episode. I had a lot of fun doing it.、Um, I'm still getting the feel for it. I had to take my shirt off because, you know, it got all hot up in here and, you know, I, I got all excited. But、um, it was a great time. I think you'll really enjoy the podcast, a lot of gems,、um, and you know, some insight, some comedy,、um, a little bit of everything. And honestly, I hope you like it. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. So for now, enjoy. See you later. Hey, 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 what's up? Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm doing this. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to、uh, Japan According to Akio, the first number one home for real live Japanese information.、Um, you know,、um, news, I guess.、Um, you know, just pretty much、uh, anything the real deal about life in Japan is kind of what I'm, I'm here to bring to you.、Uh, I'm doing this podcast as a As a、um, re- reply to a request from someone who follows me on Instagram, shameless plug right now,、uh, at Akil, A K I L, dot Watson, W A T S O W A T S O N, of course. So, what I got here, I got my trusty、um, mug of Chicago mug full of white wine because I haven't been drinking lately and I got a free pass from my wife, bonus, to、um, drink. Uh, well, not really. Let me just give you some background information about me. Pretty much,、um, you know, my name is Akio Watson. I'm an English teacher here in Japan,、um, mostly in central Tokyo. But I've been,、um, I've just moved to the suburbs of Tokyo this summer of 2017 because I have a son now, half Japanese son. Beautiful thing. Life is beautiful. I love it.、Um, but I needed more time to really focus on. What I'm doing right now, you know, online things. I have a small company I'm trying to get off the ground, an e learning company,、um, you know, because I'm an English teacher and I love what the fuck I do. And、um, yeah, I realize that also people coming to Japan kind of need information as well. They need to know what's going on really in Japan, not just like what you see in the headlines, not the crazy news, not the crazy stuff you see on YouTube, like the real deal stuff. I mean, not like Japan is super amazingly great, which it is. It's great. I love my life here. And also, not like Japan is so freaking weird and Japanese people are freaking scary. I'm not scared. Japanese people aren't really scary, but you know, Japanese people are like weirdos doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I want to be somewhere in the middle, right? I want to give you the real what, what I've seen here in,、um, since 2004. Well, I'm coming up on 13 years of my life here. Stuff I talk to people about every day, my coworkers, you know, other foreign people I run across. And really just give you the real deal. So,、um, I think I'm sprinkled a little bit with the gift of gab, like hopefully. Um, so, um, you know, if this, you liking this, let me know.、Um, I'm not sure how we're going to go. So, you know, I'm really not cutting anything out. I'm not editing, editing this. I'm kind of taking a page from Drink Champs,、um, Noriega, and DJ EFN, if you know about that. If you know about that. Great podcast there, and、um, they just keep it raw, man. So I'm all about that. So, you know, I'm gonna just flow with it.、Um, what, I, what I have, I think the format I've kind of come up with is、um, I chose an article、um, which I got in my trusty laptop, right? My bootleg old school laptop, which is like about six years old because I'm on a budget right now, you know,、um, trying to keep my company alive, keep these dreams alive. So I ain't got money for a new iMac, you know, but <laughs> I got to keep it flowing. Anyway,、um, anyway, so on my Lenovo, to my 2010 Lenovo, which is weighs. 
as much as a brick, it's pretty heavy. Um, I found an article from Japan Times, uh, and I'm going to just talk about this a little bit. Uh, it is, you can, if you want to check it out yourself, the title is, There's No Business Like Star's Personal Business. Now, if, so I'm going to start with that, and then we're going to flow, I'm going to f- pull some things from my IG account and expand on them a bit. I blog on IG as well, so... Again, I'm really kind of working this format as I go. This is really raw. Like, sorry if it sucks, but, you know, I'm going to try and get better at it. Anyway, this article, um, which is something I've been thinking about, actually, too, quite a bit. Let me adjust my pop filter so that my back doesn't break. Sorry if, you know, while I'm doing this. All right. Okay. So one thing I've been noticing in the news quite a lot, there's been quite a few um, celebrity scandals here in Japan, which you probably haven't heard about if you um, don't really live here. But pretty much celebrities have been caught cheating on their spouses left and right, doing dirt. And Japanese people really are eating it up. Like, I never really realized how much Japanese people were into this kind of crap. But... You know, the article kind of talks about that. I won't really go into the nitty gritty of it because I I like to be kind of a positive person. And, you know, talking about like celebrity scandals and people like, you know, sleeping with underage girls and and getting caught cheating on people and stuff like that. That's not really like how I want to become known, what I want to be known known for. I'm pretty much like you, you can find a bunch of crap of that like anywhere online what is interesting. And I think what will give you a lot of insight into the Japanese personality is why this type of crap gets so much play and what happens more importantly what happens when someone gets caught busted when someone gets caught doing dirt in japan is quite interesting you know i've been observing this for the past um year or so uh and i'm starting to come up to a few conclusions right just talking to japanese people getting a feel for what what goes on and it's kind of interesting to be honest with you um Well, you know, without getting into the specifics of one of the scandals they were talking about in the article, um, what, what, generally what happens is like any celebrity, any Japanese celebrity, they're given kind of free reign to do whatever the fuck they want, but they can't fuck up. You cannot fuck up. A politician can't fuck up. Uh, A celebrity can't fuck up. A TV personality can't fuck up. You can't fuck up in Japan. Like, honestly... It's really amazing how people will turn they fucking back on a celebrity so quickly in Japan if they do some dirt. Like, I mean, with exceptions, like actually someone you might know, Ken Watanabe got caught up in a scandal, which I was like, oh, snap. They got Ken Watanabe on the news, like talking about he's cheating on his wife. Like, damn. And, you know. It gets kind of crazy. It's really surreal. Like, I think Ken Watanabe, he's big enough where he can kind of get over that type of thing. But, like, a mid-level, up-and-coming star or politician or something like that. Like, if you get caught, like, cheating on your spouse or, you know, doing some dirt or, you know, going to something with some money under the table, you washed up. Like, you done in these streets. Like, Japanese people going to turn their back on you so fast. It is really amazing to see. Like, there was a celebrity. Um, her name's Becky. Of course, regular B-E-C-K-Y. If Again, if you want to do some research on it. She was, like, the shit. Like, you know, up until about, um, fuck, about, like, I think this year when her scandal happened. The beginning of this year or last year. I kind of forgot because, you know, I'm not too much into it. But... She was like kind of, yeah, I think it. that's right. It was this year because like it was happened over Christmas. It was like Christmas last year. And like, you know, the whole thing was like she's kind of like the girl next door type. And she was on TV, commercials all over the place. Like she was like the shit, you know what I'm saying? But she got caught out there because she, um, she, some singer or something who was married and his wife was pregnant or something like that. And she went on a date with him for Christmas and she was banging him and, you know, blah, 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 texting him, blowing, you know, she was a side chick, I guess. And she wanted to be a side chick and people found out and Japanese people were like, nah. So she's been a blank off of TV for like eight months. I think she did like her comeback kind of thing, you know, with her haircut. You got to like cut your hair, change your image. Like if you fuck up here, if you're a celebrity and maybe, maybe you can kind of come back from it. 
kind of, but not to the level that you were before. You know, that's kind of really the interesting thing about it. And I've I've kind of felt it. Like, this article was kind of interesting. I didn't read the whole thing. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I just grabbed the topic. And I think it might be interesting for you, the listener, to really get an idea about what goes on in Japan. Like a little snapshot. You know, some other information um, other than my voice. Because um, I've noticed it too. Like, there's just been scandal after scandal after scandal. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, these people are, like, hiding out and goddamn under the cars. Or, like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, seeing, like, an, I saw a celebrity, like, a few, just turn on the TV. Like, they, they got hidden cameras in his hotel room. Like, outside his hotel door, seeing him going in. And then six hours later, he's coming out. And they running up on his house. Like, yo, we seen you with the chick. You married. What's up with that? Like, is they, I mean, they really doing anything that they can to get these ratings out here. You know, and no celebrity is safe. You know, so, I mean, a lot of foreign people really come here with, um, you know, images or or the idea that you're going to be a star, you're going to be a celebrity, you're going to be on TV. It's not really that hard. By the way, it's not really that hard to get on TV in Japan, to be honest with you. You can be an extra on a TV show. You can, you know, I know like 20 people who've been on TV regularly. I've been on TV twice. And I just having people run up on me on, on the street like, hey, man, can you read this? You know, for our freaking quiz show. And then, like, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And, you know, next thing you know, like, I'm my wife's friends are like, oh, yeah, I saw you on TV the other day. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. You know, um, so if you're really in it for fame, like, you know, I mean, the illusion of fame. I'll say you're 15 minutes of fame, 15 seconds of fame. Go for it when you come here. But, you know, especially if you're in Tokyo, um, it's not that hard to get on TV. But, you know, if you want to rise to the top. You know, or really gunning for being like a top flight celebrity or whatever in Japan. Like, if that's what you're really trying to do, you're going to have to watch what you do behind closed doors. Because if the public gets one sniff of something like under the table or not on the up and up that you're doing, it's, you out of here. You are out of here. It's a wrap for you. Sorry to tell you, but that's just the way it is. Hmm. Oh, nothing like some cheap white wine during a typhoon. Mm. Yep, because we are in the middle of a typhoon right now. So um, I don't know if we're in the middle of a typhoon. I don't even know if my iPhone's picking this up. I'm going to um, run it through some editing software. So hopefully you don't hear the, the pitter patter of raindrops outside my window. But uh, <laughs> but. But yeah, um, you know, a typhoon will be passing through Tokyo or passing across Japan, um, which is pretty standard for this time of year. There have actually been less typhoons than normal, to be honest with you. Um, normally, um, this is September is typhoon season in Japan. Um, and I think it bleeds into October a little bit. Like I came to Japan on October 7th, 2004. And I clearly remember the day after I came, a typhoon hit. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Someone's just like, yeah, there was an earthquake today. And yeah, there was a typh there's a typhoon coming tomorrow. And I'm like, god damn, what the fuck did I sign up for? You know, so um, just, just, you know, to let you know. But after typhoon season, the weather is absolutely amazing. Like, October, November are, like, from right now is my favorite time of year in japan now until the end of the year you know the weather starts to change the leaves start to change it cools down everyone kind of chills out gets ready for the end of the year you know it's just a really good time to be in japan so um fall and spring are the two best times to really come here to visit i would say um living here fall is my favorite because springtime God damn, like if you spring, you're loving it, but you know that rainy season is around the goddamn corner and ooh, that thing is no motherfucking joke. Like, you know, you got heat, you got humidity, you got rain, you know, five days a week or sometimes. So it's, it's really nothing to mess with. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, um, uh, let, let's kind of take it back you know i'm kind of going rapid fire you can tell them this i'm super hyped up because this is my first podcast so i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'm just like rambling all over the place i got my shirt off like i'm tupac or something 
<laughs> to be honest with you, because I'm like starting to work up a sweat. So I'm like, got my shirt off like a rapper in the studio right now. You know, this is the closest thing I'm going to get to dropping 16 bars. So I got to do my best to represent, you know, while I drink this wine. And I don't know who's going to listen to this. I don't even know if this is good, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling the flow with it. So I'm just going to go with it, you know. Um, mm. And hopefully this is entertaining slash educational for somebody out there. Um, and I don't know. So leave a comment. Tell me something. I'm going. To, I, apparently I can just drop this on SoundCloud. Apparently I can just drop this on iTunes after I figure out how to do it. You know, I just got to start dropping stuff somewhere. So I'm going to start with SoundCloud and um, take it from there. Yeah, I'll probably just start with SoundCloud. That's just, I think, the easiest thing to do. Um, anyway, anyway, let, let's move on to the main... Um, the main event of the evening, if you will. Um, so what I, the main thing I wanted to do, um, you know, just is um, focus on my Instagram, right? Because I, I post, again, at Akeel.Watson. That once again, that's at A-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, but I got no followers and I'm not, I'm really ice cold out there. So, so <laughs> you can't really check for me on Twitter. I wouldn't recommend it. If I were you, I wouldn't do it, you know, but, um, um, on Instagram, I'm starting to bubble up a little bit. I got 217 followers at present. I'm blowing up. It's going down, you know, um, <laughs> but um, what I'd like to do on this, I have two um, Facebook accounts, two Instagram accounts, I'm sorry. Um, hopefully, I'll start up my Facebook in the future. But pretty much, man, I'm, again, just similar to what I'm doing here, trying to, you know, show, express myself creatively, show life in Japan, give like a real, a more colorful, realer picture of what's going on here. It's not just temple and shrines. It's not just weird stuff. There's a lot of everyday life stuff that goes on here that I think doesn't... the fuck was that? Oh, it's a lightning storm. It's a thunderstorm. Sorry, I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but it's a thunderstorm. My dog's... I got a chihuahua. He's probably downstairs freaking the fuck out, pissing his pants right now. But my wife, my mother-in-law, and my son are down there, so they can handle that. Um, anyway, um, what I was saying is... Yeah, for my Instagram, I'm pretty much trying to give you, you know, um, the real deal here as much as I possibly can, and that, which is what I'm trying to do here. So, what we're going to do, how are we going to do this thing? How are we going? How much time are we in? We, f damn, we 15 minutes in? God damn, I got to pace myself. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk for an hour, but damn. Okay, um, this is harder than I thought. This is like a marathon. Shit, you know, without no co-host, you know, I'm just like holding it down by myself, drinking this wine. I mean, wine will help me. You know, I get really talkative when I'm uh, drinking. And I'm a lush right now because you know, because of my son. He's like seven months old. So I'm not going to be like drunk around my son all the time. So, you know, I feel uncomfortable drinking around him. So I'll have like one or two drinks, maybe maximum. I don't really like drinking in the house because... You know, who, I mean, I don't know. Some people like drinking in the house, but I'm not really down with drinking in the house because, I mean, I, I like to like party. I like to get down. You know, I like to dance, move around. And Japanese houses are quite small. And, the you know, so, you know, my wife doesn't drink. My mother-in-law doesn't drink uh, really. So, like, just getting drunk in the house by myself is not my idea of fun. I prefer to be doing some stuff like this, doing something constructive. I'm 35 years old. I want to get busy, man. I want to make my dreams come true. I got shit I'm trying to do out here. I got a son to feed. So, you know, I can't be, like, drinking all day like it's goddamn, you know, 1998 and I'm fucking in high school doing dumb shit. So, you know, we got to make it happen. All right. Anyway. Mm. Okay. So what am I going to do? Here's what we're going to do. Let's stay focused, kill. I kind of tend to ramble, you know, um, you know, with this goddamn... Uh, diary of the mouth I'm, I'm just having free range to talk my shit So, you know, which is kind of cool um, I'm just, what I'm going to do is Pull some images from some of my um, Instagram posts And just expand on it quite a bit I see something that's calling me it's, They calling me <laughs> You might not know what that is If you're not like in my age group But, um, what is that? That was damn 
by Youngbloods and Lil John. If you if you want to, you can Google that. You know, they cowling me. I think Dave Chappelle, uh, you know, on Chappelle show, um, did that too. But that was my hit back in the day. Oh fuck, I sound like an old head. <laughs> oh my gosh, I sound like such an old head right now. But whatever. So, um, all right, let's break it down right here. Let's get let's get into business. Let's let's give you something that you can use, right? Um, one post I, I had was on transportation and uh, just just pulling up a map of the Tokyo subway system. Now, I'm from Washington D.C. and I have been, you know, to be honest with you. I haven't ridden the train in in, in Washington D.C. since 2004. That, and before that, it, fuck, it was like since I was in high school. But no, nah, it was not nah, before that. It, before that, it was like 2001. Because Washington D.C.'s train system fucking sucks, man. Like it's it's not that good. It's you know it only flows downtown into D.C. It's never on time. It's really inconvenient. DC's really small. It's just you know it can come up with a million different reasons. And I'm pretty sure like almost everywhere, you know, the train system is pretty pretty crappy, right? And you know it can be dangerous. It's not really the best place you want to like bring your date and shit like that. But but goddamn, when you come to Tokyo. And you stepping up into the train system here is some next level shit, man. I'm telling you, like, I remember, too, I remember it like it was yesterday. Like, so I used to work for, um, you know, I came here into Japan as, a, um, of course, as an English teacher. Um, I'll save that whole story for another day. But mm. I came here, like, in 2004 as an English teacher. And one of the first things they did... They gave me a freaking bank account and they gave me a goddamn map of Tokyo, which is completely fucking useless. Like, if you see a complete map of Tokyo, the Tokyo train system, which I'm looking at right now, and it just brings me back to it. The shit takes up, a, like, if you get, like, a full, like, fold-out map, it will take up, like, you know, like, two feet by two feet. Like, almost a meter, you know, and square meter. And it just looks like you're just looking at, like, freaking snakes having sex with each other, man. Like, a, a fucking snake orgy is what you're looking... Who's <laughs> what it looks like. Because it... From, like, a helicopter. You know, because it's just, like, so much shit going on. Like, you can't keep track of where you're going. Like, I don't use a map here. And I have not used a map. Like, I might use a map. The only time I might use a map is to... If, one, I know where I'm going... And just to check the price really quickly, but now I don't really need to because we have Suica. Which, see, I'm getting sidetracked. We have. Let me slow down. My wife always tells me it's difficult to follow me when I'm when I'm when I'm talking about a bunch of stuff. So let me slow down. Okay. Um, it's you know when you yeah okay. The map, the maps, the train system here. Is not just one train system. It's several different train companies. This is the first thing you have to understand, right? There's JR, there's KO, there's Tokyo, and I think there's some other ones. But I think those are the main three. JR, Tokyo, and KO, right? Are the three big train companies in Tokyo. So all of those, like each one of them has their own train system. So they're just like stacked on top of each other basically so if you go to a train station like let's take shibuya for example all the major train stations two two or three train companies have lines going through those stations so like if i say hey meet me in shibuya take the blah 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 line like you know you might pop out one train and have no freaking idea where the second line is because it might be literally across the street like a 10 minute walk from one train line to a next train line but it's the same freaking station right so so if you like when i got this first map like it showed all this shit and it all looked the same and i'm my dumb ass is literally trying to like okay we go here and then there's like fucking eight lines here and then we gotta go here how the fuck do i get there it was just it was just madness man like what you're gonna need to do and what everyone does is get um check where you're going online or get an app like a tokyo i'm sure it, 
I'm sure if you just type in Tokyo Train, you'll find the app, no problem. You'll find the website, no problem. I think Tokyo Train schedule, you'll be able to find it. But that's honestly the only way you're going to find your way around Tokyo. Don't be walking around with no map trying to think you won't find your way to freaking Harajuku Station from goddamn, you know, Narita. That's just not going to go down. I'm just telling you, you're going to be wandering around all night. Like, my friends, one of my friends from college, she came here with her um, boyfriend at the time. Like, uh, that was this was like three years ago. And I remember, because that was the first time I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. Like, it is kind of complicated. I went and picked them up because we have two airports. We have Narita and we have um, Haneda, which are the two main airports here. So I picked them. Narita's far. It's like an hour and a half away. So I picked them up with beers on the train. We rolled out. And I brought them to their hotel in central Tokyo. And we got to, like, fuck, I think, like, Shinbashi Station or something like that. And literally from, like, the JR platform above ground... We were just walking for like about 15 minutes, you know, just following obscure ass signs. I mean, I live here and I'm like, okay, fuck, where am I going? How the fuck do I get here? Like, oh shit, it's nighttime. They wheeling this stuff around and they're like, Akil, where the fuck are we going? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, hold on, you just check the signs. We'll get there eventually. Don't worry. We got to go from the platform downstairs, walk to some shit, cross the street, around the goddamn corner, excuse me, and then... They're like, holy shit, like, thank you so much. If you were not here, we would have been wandering around this motherfucker forever. You know, because signs in Japan, in Tokyo are not really that easy to follow. Like, some you'll see some shit like an arrow looping around in a circle, and you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, literally, sometimes I'll have to be like, who made this? Like, you know, it'll be like an arrow, like one arrow going straight, one arrow curved, one arrow U-turned, looping around somewhere, and you're like, what the fuck do I loop? And it just doesn't make sense sometimes. So not everything's bilingual. It's getting better. It is getting a lot better. Like, it's a lot better than it used to be when I fucking came here. So, if you're coming here, you're, you're definitely lucky for that. Um, oh, yeah, shit. I got my stuff on. Let me turn this off. Um, sorry. Um, if you, you might have heard that. I just had to turn some stuff off. Um, but, yeah. Let me go back. Let me backtrack. Because another important point. Mm. Drinking. What, what am I drinking right now? I'm drinking... We are sponsored today by Quinta La Cabras from Chile. I don't know what it is, but I just picked it up from the convenience store um, a few days ago because I'm going out with some friends on Wednesday and I haven't been drinking recently. So I got to like get my weight back up, man, because, you know, I can't be like no lush out there. So... Yeah, I've been practicing having a few sips of wine, you know, um, to get myself back in drinking groove. But mm. anyway, we got to get to Suica, which is really, really important. Right. So what the fuck is Suica? If you study Japanese, you might know that you might recognize the word as a watermelon. Right. I'm not really sure if that's where they got the name from. But there's actually, Suica was the first one, sponsored by JR, right? With JR Japan Railway, which is like the biggest uh, railway company in Japan. Um, uh, they have a long history from what I've heard. Like, you know, it's been broken up to JR West, JR East, I think JR Hokkaido. Um, but it's like, you know, it's been broken up. It used to be a huge conglomerate. It's been broken up now. But they kind of, like, the bullet trains, all that shit, you go on JR, right? Like, that's, like, the biggest company. They got the most cash. They're doing it big out here. And um, they will, um, they have the Suica card. So what a Suica card is, and that's what most people call it. Other companies have other ones, like Tokyo, which is another um, company, which is the rail that I use for my home station. They have uh, Pasmo. Fuck, don't ask. I know, Pasmo. Don't ask me, like... Japanese names, right? It sounds cute um, to Japanese people, I guess. I don't know, um, but but um, the the all the cars do the same thing. They all work together. It's basically like a big IC chip in you know that swipe card, touch panel kind of thing that's similar to like a debit card, basically that you can use on the train or in convenience stores, and I think now in other places too. 
So um, you can also put your train pass on that. I have my train. They have my train pass have on there. So you pay five hundred. Basically, what happens is you pay five hundred yen. Um, if you don't know, if you if you're not familiar with um, the conversion ratio of it, the easy the easiest way I describe it is roughly a hundred yen is a dollar, right? So that's a, a U.S. dollar. So that's like an easy way to think about it. Pretty much, just move the decimal decimal. Um, a couple of spaces and boom, you got your cost in U.S. dollars. So it's 500 yen, about five U.S. dollars deposit for one of these cards. If you return the card, you get your deposit back. You In a machine, you can charge one of those bad boys from anywhere to 1,000 yen, which is $10, um, up to like 10,000 yen, which is, survey says, $100, right? So about roughly about $100, like me, I'm on a budget, so I'm doing it like a thousand yen at a time, you know, just because, you know, we, we, we in it right now, you know, we trying to make this thing happen. So, um, yeah, but, um, and once you have that thing charged, it works on trains, it works on buses, you don't have to worry about tickets, you don't have to worry about really the price so much. Remember before I said I don't really look at the board for the price so much anymore because I have a Suica. I know where I'm going to go as long as I got cash on that. You know, I know where I'm going. I can just like walk through the gate, hit the touch panel, and you know, I don't really have to worry so much about how much it costs buying a fucking ticket. Oh shit, I overpaid for it. What the fuck do I do with this ticket? Like none of that shit. You can just like go in. If you have, if you need a drink, boom, touch panel on the convenience store, boom. You all you have to do is say Suiko and Egaishimasu or you know Suika, for you know, and then they'll be like okay, beep beep boop, and then you can just swipe and go. But be careful, cause that thing is like it's like crack, man. Once you start using it, like you know, you will eat up your cash really fast. Like, oh, let me get a drink. Oh, let me get some chips. Oh, let me get a rice ball, some onigiri. Like, oh, let me get. And then next thing you know, like you want to use up all your money really, really fast. So, um, just you know, limit your usage of those as much as possible, because again, it's digital money. Like, you, you really don't keep as much track of what you're spending if you're not careful. Unless you're that type of person. If, you, if you're the type of person who's really good with that type of thing, cool. If you suck at it, only use it for the train or the bus. Trust me. Okay. So, um, that's that. So, basically, the Japan... I forgot where I, I was. Basically, Japan rail system is a freaking maze. You know, um, when you come here, you need an app. You need an app or uh, um or check websites before you leave plan your route i mean if you do get lost it's no big deal oh okay before that let me okay let me finish my thought if you do get lost it's no big deal because i mean people are actually friendly in japan so um you know people will hook you up help you out like let you know where to go stuff like that figure some shit out of course station staff might freak the fuck out if they see you coming and you're speaking english and you're like yo how the hell do i get here because people can't really speak English and they're not so confident in their English skill, but don't really worry about it. Like you will eventually get where you need to go. Um, and safety isn't really an issue here as well. Like you'll pretty much be able to do, you know, like I tell people all the time, like, mm. you know, every city, every city has, let me refill this thing. Hold up. Refill this thing. I'm not drunk, by the way. Um, I've only had, like, one freaking glass of wine. Um, so, I'm just... Again, I'm just full on. Like, this is... I mean, I guess this... Is, I'll just give you a little bit internal dialogue with me. Since, you know, it's my first episode. I guess this is kind of... You know, I'm, I'm feeling this because... You know... I, I am a kind of a talkative person, but... Most of the time, like, I'm just so focused on um, what I'm doing, my business and, and my goals and stuff like that. I don't really talk that much, you know. I'm talking all day at my job, but, like, after that, like, as far as, like, what's on my mind, what I think about stuff, not really. So, this is kind of a chance, you know, for me to just, like, flow with it and give it to you raw. You know, ooh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. I also like to sing, even though I suck at it. I know. Um, by the way, big props if you know what that is. Some 90s hip-hop trivia for you. But, um, 
Yeah, what I was saying is, um, you can leave it. You can leave a comment if you want to. I don't know, but <laughs> if you exist out there, if who's listening, or if I'm just talking to myself, I have no idea to be honest with you. Talking to myself with my shirt off in a typhoon in Japan. Okay, this is my life at 35, right? Cool. That's cool. Fine. I love it. You know. But um, um, <laughs> talking to myself with the shirt off and a typhoon, uh, drinking cheap wine uh, at thirty-five. Okay. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, safety in Japan. Um, what I was gonna say is, um, to be honest with you, I have never. I tell people this all the time. You know, I grew up in D.C. in the 80s and 90s. Not like I'm not like a super tough guy. You know, I don't even consider myself a tough guy. You know, I think I, you know, I think I was sometimes stupid. A lot of times stupid as a teenager. We all are, but a little bit smart enough to to be able to navigate situations. In you know, growing up in D.C. in the 80s and 90s, when a lot of people died, a lot of people went to jail. You know, had thank goodness you know i was able to dodge that my parents you know bear bear with me and, and i got through it but you know we all grew you know if you grew up in the city like you know every, i'm not saying like dc is the toughest you know every every city has its bad parts every city has its hoods and whatever you know um and i ain't grew up in like the projects and nothing like that but you know every neighborhood has their their issues but uh, and I'm not saying that like give me some stripes because you know I grew up hard or nothing like that. But what I'm just saying is like you know if you've navigated city life growing up, you know what a dangerous situation is. You know what a dangerous neighborhood looks like. You know if it's a place where you need to watch your back, or if you know you 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 really don't feel comfortable in a situation. And I tell people that with the context of I have never in my 13 years have never felt in danger in Japan. Never. I've never felt like, oh shit, it might go down. Like, I gotta like, you know, whatever, whatever, be ready for to, to whatever pops off. I've never felt like that here. You know, I mean, I've, I've met some shady motherfuckers. I've been in some shady situations. I've, you know, been in some shady places, but I've never felt like, okay, I'm kind of in danger. Never, never here. You know, I never felt like I got to watch my back here. Like, and and I think that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I really like this country. You know, I, I, I tell people, like, I was able to find my peace here. You know, um, and I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm not telling you, you know, I, I say that with a, a bit of responsibility, to be honest with you, because um, I want to be clear, like, Japan is not a ut fucking utopia. And it's not gonna freaking save you from your life, wherever you are. Some I, I feel like some people come here um, with the illusion that Japan's like this fairy fucking land that's gonna save you from your from your bullshit ass life wherever you are. And so you gotta get here, and and the freaking daisies and the fairies and the kawaii is gonna fucking transform you into some I don't know what the fuck, super, you know, anime superhero or something. Like that's not gonna happen. Okay, this is real life shit over here. Like you know. The world is, we're all human, everything is the same, to be honest with you. But, with that said, I was able to find my peace over here, you know. And, I mean, you know, family, friends, if you listen to this, I'll tell you. Like, you know, I mean, my, my parents are South American. They immigrated to America. I've immigrated to Japan. And, you know, in the past few years, I kind of realized that Washington, D.C. is, is where I'm from. But right now, Japan is my home. You know, it is. Like, it's been my home. Like, I've grown up. I'm a man here. I'm a father here. I've become an adult here. I've spent my whole adult life here. You know, last time I was living in America, I was like a broke-ass, like, college graduate, you know, trying to go to the fucking club with corn, you know, with cornrows on, like, listening to goddamn Nelly trying to, learn, you know what I'm saying, grind up on some booties. <laughs> you know? To be honest with you, you know, and now like I'm goddamn 35 year old father with no freaking hair, like gray hair and my goatee, you know, fucking married and shit, like drinking wine, recording podcasts with my shirt off, you know, like 
shit. Like, <laughs> life changes, man. You know, drinking, you know, speaking Japanese, drinking sake, fucking, you know, all the, all that shit, man. Like, so, so, you know, I mean, I found my, you know, I say that, like, with that said, like, what I, you know, with all seriousness, what I mean is I'm in two completely different places. So, you know, I'm telling this directly to my family and friends, you know, um, who might by chance listen to this. If any fucking body listens to this shit, I don't know. But what I'm saying, okay, it started raining heavily again. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, basically, I'm from D.C. That's where I grew up. That's where my roots are. You know, that's where my heart is. Like, I keep D.C. in my heart so much, you know, and that actually fucked me up for like about eight, nine years living here because I was pulled in two different places. You know, I thought like I had to kind of be in D.C. and go back to D.C. And, you know, even though when life was telling me, you know, universe, God, whatever was telling me, this is where you need to be. And, you know, actually, I'm think I'm so thankful, like, 2006, it seems like forever, I asked my dad, like, you know, I was like, yo, dad, like, when things were, my girlfriend, my wife now, and, you know, I was really, like, in love with her, and I was, like, really thinking, like, fuck, I gotta go back home. And I was like, yo, what should I do? And he just like, yo, follow your heart. That was, like, the best father, fatherly advice my dad could have given me. You know, he told me, just follow your heart. And I stayed here. It was the best fucking decision I ever made. Like, you know, coming here was the best decision I ever made. Staying here was the second best decision I ever made, you know, um, for me. And I, again, I say that with, you know, real, to be honest, with real levity. Like, uh, I'm, 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 I really want to be clear, like, you know, Japan, shit ain't always ain't, ain't sweet here. You know, I mean, if you want to come here and have fun for a year or two, or a few months travel that's fine that's great the longer you stay in japan the more complicated life gets is how i put it right because there are certain issues that pop up like as you stay here longer that you have to deal with and it's not as cut and dry as it might seem you know um i'm 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 not going to spend too much time on this because this is this is another topic that that will kind of take some time but but you know I'm talking about like you know renting an apartment or getting a home or getting a dog or getting a car or you know those type of things excuse me being you know just living in a country where you're an illiterate immigrant you know i mean cuz literally that's what it is right you're here as an illiterate immigrant even me i'm an illiterate immigrant you know i freaking read if you think about it i read and write at like an elementary school level here um and you know you know what i'm saying like japanese people are quite accommodating that's that's the good point right japanese people are very accommodating for english speakers but that's the reality of it and there's a certain limit to where that you know like it's like how do i, how do I put this mm. Mm. it's like okay okay like Japanese people are really good, and this is, again, this is my opinion, not Japan bashing, not doing none of that shit, but I feel like, and um, if again, if anyone's listening, if you think I'm wrong, please comment, but I think Japanese people are very good at accommodating guests, very good at accommodating guests, not good at welcoming outside members, right, and that's something... Not to knock Japanese people, but you need to really understand about Japan, right? As a guest, Japanese people be like, hey, come on in. Oh, shit. Like, you know, and I tell people this all the time. Like, you know, and you'll get the biggest welcome. You'll get, you'll feel like, oh, fuck, these people love me. But guess what? If it's the first time, like, let's say, for example, I've, I've been in this situation, right? Like, it really used to throw me for a loop. Like, let you know, there's this company I used to teach at, right? And I taught there for about five years. Now, um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm helping them with reports, and they ask me, "Hey, kid, can you do this for us?" Oh, cool, no problem, right? I'm there every time, on time. 
the first time I went there, hey, nice to meet you. Come on in, please have a seat. Oh, let me get you something. Do you want something to eat? You want some, you want some, you, you want a snack? You want um some tea? Okay, I'll get you some tea. Da, da, da. The first time I come in, I get that treatment. I'm like, wow, they really like me. They really consider it. The 100th time I come in, hi, Kia, wow, come on in. Would you like some tea? Would you like to? And what I'm saying is like every time I consistently got that guest treatment, right? I was never seen as, oh, it's a Kia. We can kind of be normal to him. I was always considered an outsider, no matter how many times I went there. It's not a negative way. And again, I'm not saying that to blame them. I've been here long enough where you understand, like, that's just the way it is. That's the way things roll in Japan. But you got to understand that's the game. Like, um, Japanese people are not really going to open themselves up to you in general. You know what I'm saying? Because that opens up a whole can of worms. So, you know, people will give you the politeness and people will give you the great treatment, the pillows and everything. People think about like people will give you a pillow, but they won't give you a bed. That ooh, ooh damn, ooh shit. I'm I gotta remember that one. Like that's just a that's a diamond for you right there. If you listen to that, that's a gem. In Japan, people will give you a pillow, but they will not give you a bed. Right. So you you know what I'm saying like. People will make you comfortable, but they will not give you a place to stay in their hearts. You know, you have to earn that. And with that comes a sense of responsibility to the group. And even with me, like with my wife's family, you know, I understand my role. I know my role here. You know, like I understand that, you know, I got to grind and I got to work and I got to do things for me for everyone because that's my place. Like I can't really expect people to look, I mean, people do. My wife, her, 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 amazing, you know. But also at the same time, like I understand, like it falls on me to make it happen, to make the goal, to ha- to get where I want to get in my life for me and my family. And I can't really expect people to to embrace me into the fold and, and make that easier for me. You know, and I mean, when you and again, this is someone this is coming from someone who's been here for 13 years. So take it with a grain of salt. If you just come into Japan for like a year, year, six months, whatever, enjoy the culture. You don't have to deal with that. Have fun. Enjoy it. You know, but what I'm saying is like if you come here and you meet that girl and you fall in love and you're like, oh, shit, we're going to be happy. and We're going to get married and all this shit. And shit's going to switch up. And you're gonna, you know, because guess what? Down the road, you're gonna want to have a mortgage. You, you know, I mean, no, you're not gonna want to have a mortgage. You're gonna want to have a house. You're gonna want to have a car. You're gonna want to have a life. You're gonna want to have more. You're gonna want to have a career. You know, like the because the job you get when you come here, more than likely is gonna be teaching English. More than likely, that's just the way it is. Um, I lucked out where I fell in love with teaching English, and now I'm trying to do it at a higher level. You know, um. You know, starting my own company, you know, trying to focus on like, you know, online e-learning, things like that. But, um, but, you know, the job you get here is not going to be the job you're going to want to have for the rest of your life. Right. And moving out of that, I've been down that road. I'm telling you, like, it's a long fucking road and, you know, it's not that easy, you know, um, to transition out of teaching. Like, if you come here with an other skills, another career, it's a different ball game. But still, Japanese skills are going to be come into play. And the shit you learn in school is probably like 0.5% of what you're actually going to need to live in Japan, to be honest with you. Like, mm, that's just real, man. Like, you're going to have to... I mean, you don't have to. Again, you don't have to. This is what I really want to stress. Like, I'm just talking from, like, a person who's, you know, my life is going to be here, you know. So, I'm seeing the long game. I'm seeing, like, me at 60-something years old. I ain't going to be doing what the fuck I'm doing today, you know. I have to bust my ass right now to get myself and my family in the position that I want them to be in. 
And I completely understand that's not where most people are even thinking about, you know. So I'm not talking to you like that. It's just going to come out in what I say because that's where I am in life right now. Like I said, I'm 35. I got a son, you know. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I got a company. I'm trying to keep get off the ground. And, you know, I'm working seven days a week. I'm trying to do, you know, all this shit. Like, so sorry. That just comes out of my words. But I'm just telling you, like, you know, when you come here... Like, just know that, like, you know, the longer you stay here, the more complicated it is. So if you come here for a little bit, want to enjoy life, enjoy it to the fullest. When you start thinking about life longer here, you're going to have to get serious real fucking quick. Like, you know, very playtime. Playtime's over, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, like... And but don't let people limit you, man. Like I, I spent like about ten years of my life here being limited by what I thought I could do, and only in the past like three or four years have I realized there is no limit to what I can do. And I wish I could go back to like twenty four, twenty five, and really start then, because I would be so much. I'll be I'm fucking rich right now, you know. But. Um, but no, seriously. But also at the same time, like with technology and everything, I couldn't do what I can do now back then. So um, everything happens in timing. But, um, you know, just for someone coming here, my advice would be think short term or long term. Right. You know, either if you're here for the short term, live it up, do it big, hit the club, hit the, hit the nightlife, hit what? Ever you want to hit I'm just gonna leave it there you know and do your thing but if you transition longer you're really gonna have to start thinking deeper you know because it gets a little bit more complicated it's a little bit the game gets a little bit deeper than that all right so oh shit we made it to 50 minutes yay so uh, now I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with this file you know um but let me wrap this up let me wrap this up um you know this felt good and I'm going to keep it up. Yeah. So thank you for listening. If you have listened, thank you again. Um, we're going to start with SoundCloud and figure the fuck out what I'm doing and we're going to work it out there. But yeah. Um, love you. Uh, I love you really much love to everyone. Um, I love myself first, love everyone else second. Um, that, that might sound weird, but you know, uh, you know, uh, I've got much love for everyone. Um, Definitely come to Japan, you know, if you can. Um, there's so much to do here. I'm going to try my best to expose as much as I can. Um, I probably, you know, I'm going to post this on SoundCloud first just because I think that's the easiest. But um, if you have comments, like, please leave wherever you listen to this. I would encourage you to leave comments, questions, anything you, anything um, you got, you know, I'm gonna use it to answer it, you know, if you can't find it, if you just want to, again, come to my Instagram, which is one more time, Akil, um, at Akil, A-K-I-L, dot Watson, W-A-T-S-O-N, on Instagram, any picture, any blog, any anything, just, I, I check them all, because I ain't got that many followers, I got, I'm on 217, man, I gotta get these numbers up, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, follow me, like anything, leave any comment anywhere. I'm going to see it. You know, just mention you heard the, on the podcast any question you got, and I'll bring it to you live. So, hope you have fun. I have fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to do this again. Now I got to figure out how to add some music to this shit and get it online. So, I don't know. I'll just throw it online. Whatever. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Peace.